Okay, we are learning Dafyud Beis, and we are starting uh, about seven lines down. Amar Vihuda Amar Rav. We're talking about we were talking about things that we're allowed to teach publicly, other things we're not supposed to teach publicly, things we're supposed to discuss in groups, types of things in creation we're not supposed to discuss. So now we're all on a tangent, a long tangent of Agadita, uh, all about the creation of the world. So we're talking about how big Adam Rishon was. Amar Vihuda Amar Rav. Adam Rishon misofa olamat ad sofa hai. Adam reach one end of the world all the way until the other, the other end. Rashi explains, we're talking about if he would lie down. If he was lie down, then he would re- go, his head would be on one, like the east side, and then the, the opposite, his feet would be all the way on the western edge of the world. From the day Hashem created Adam on the earth, from one end of heaven to the other end of heaven. However, what happened was, Adam sinned, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu put his hand on him, and it made him smaller. You put your palm upon me. So the Mar says, is a stira, because in the Pasuk itself, what does it say? It says that, that, that Adam was created on earth up until that, up until Shemayim, which, which sounds like what we said right at the end of the daf yesterday, that he, was, he reached all the way until the sky, but then we're saying that he reached from one end to the other end, which is that which is like a horizontal thing. So the contradiction is, is Adam, what's Adam's height? We know it's huge, but what exactly is it? Is it the faith that we were saying yesterday, it's so high that when he stood with his feet on the ground, his head reached the heavens? That could be one understanding. And the other understanding is that he was so, he was so tall that when he would lie down, one, his head would be on one side of the world and, uh, and his feet would be on the other side of the world. So which one is it? So the Gemara says it's the same thing, the distance between the earth and the sky is the same distance between one end of the world and the other end of the world. So it's the same measurement. So it's not a contradiction. Both of them are saying exactly the same thing. Whether or not mathematically that, that makes sense is, a, is another question. But it's a very fascinating approach to the Gemara that it's the same size, the heaven to the sky and one end of the world to the other end. Ten things that were created on the first day. This is a little bit of a fascinating thing for us to think about. It says, Shamayim and Aretz, both the heavens and the earth were created, <coughs> were created on the first day. Um, yeah, it's, uh, even though on the second day, the, the Shamayim formed, right? It solidified, it separated the upper and the lower waters, but the creation of heaven itself already was, was, was there on day one. Tohu and Vohu. So we're going to see exactly what those things are. You know, actually all the Torah says it means that um, it's like, it's like, one of, the, uh, one of them is that the world was very open, was very, was very empty, and one of them is that there was like astonishment, like which is it, what exactly that means. But the Gemara is going to darshan it a little bit, what Toh and Vo is. Ar choshech, light and darkness, ruach amayim, ruach is spirit or breath and water. Midas yom, midas light, the length of a day and the length of each night, all these things were created. Shemayim v'aretz, I don't know they were created on the first day. Shemayim v'aretz, Shemayim v'aretz, Shemayim v'aretz, in the beginning, what did Hashem do? He created heaven and he created earth. So therefore, we see they were created on the first day. Now it is fascinating because in Rashi Torah, Rashi says, means in the beginning of when Hashem created the heaven and earth. And it's like a long run of this. When Hashem was beginning to create the heaven and earth. And it was that the earth was Tovavo. And then eventually, what did Hashem say? What was the first thing Hashem said? Yehiar. Rashi makes it sound like that it wasn't on day one Hashem created the Shemaim and the Aretz. It was more just like the, in the beginning of when these things were created, the first thing Hashem created was Ar. That's what Rashi Al-Torah says. Here the Gemara implies that there was a specific creation on day one of Shemaim and Aretz. So that's what the Gemara brings out here. And then Tov Avoh, Dechsev, Isos, Aretz, Tov Avoh. So we're saying that was a creation of Hashem, Tov and Vo. 
Arva Choshech, well, we know Choshech, the Savior Choshech Abinet Tom, the darkness on the surface of the deep. Ar, the Savior Yom Elokim, he are. Ruach, the breath of God, the Savior Elokim, Rechavis Abinet the Spirit of Hashem is hovering over the surface of the water. And again, we're understanding that all, the Gemara seems to understand here that all these things are created now on day one. Midas Hayom, Midas Lai, the length of the day and the length of the night, the Savior of Elokim, Yom Echad. Now there's a way, the 24 hour cycle, um, that, was, that was the part of what was creation on day one. Says the Gemara, so we have to understand what exactly is Tohu and Vo. Tana, the Brisa teaches, Tohu is the Kavya Rok, it's a green line. Shemak was called Mkula, it goes around, it's Makif, encircles the entire world. And from that line, darkness comes out. You made darkness and, uh, and, and went all around it. So it's talking about the Shemaim in the Pasuk. So it's, it's an interesting thing. It doesn't say necessarily it's a line, but then we bring another... So in other words, what we're bringing is that... I mean, we really see, you know, it's, we're going to see what the color as well is. But all it really says in the positive, that's the point, it's hard to see how the Gemara gets that it's a green line going around the world. But it, there's something that's going around that's Choshech Sisro, that's, you know, creating this, this darkness. Bo elu avanim ofulamas hamashukos the home. Bo is the stones... Stuck into the deep, water comes out from the stone. She extended the line of Tohu and the stones of Bo. So, in this passage, by the way, it's good. We get to see that Tohu is a Kav. That was the previous thing. We just saw the darkness comes out. Now we get to see it's a line, as the Gemara described. But we also see that Bo here are stones, and they're stones from which uh, water comes out. So, Tohu and Vo, right, when we went to school, they didn't translate it this way. But Tohu and Vo, according to the Gemara, Tohu is a green line that darkness comes out from, and Bohu are stones that water rushes out from. Okay, so that is the Gemara question now. We are said that Hashem created light on the first day, and we quoted a pretty open Pasuk that said that way. So the Gemara challenges that, Arbyam Rishonibrai, was light really created on the first day? Vaksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Vidino, Samuel Kim, Rikia Shemayim, Hashem put the sun and the moon in the Rikia Hashemayim. When did that happen? On the fourth day. And I was, what did Hashem do on the fourth day? That's when he put all the luminaries, right? That's when he put the sun, the moon, so on and so forth. So it sounds that the light only comes on the fourth day. So the Gemara answers because Rabbi Lazar is like Rabbi Lazar taught. To Amr, Rabbi Lazar, what is the light that we're talking about on the first day? The light that it says Hashem created on day one. A person, Adam Rishon, was able to look at it from one end of the world and see to the other end of the world. Meaning it was such a powerful light that it like opened up everything. What happened was, Kodesh Baruch who looked, meaning he, 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 he foresaw that there was going to be evil, that there was going to be a Dara Mabal and a Dara Falak. And see that they, what they were going to do bad things. So he went and he hid it from mankind. So who did he hide it for? He put it away for the righteous people in the future. And Olam Abashinemar. Hashem saw this is on day one that the light was tov. Tov is a reference to the Hashem was seeing that the, the pure, amazing light of day one should be put away for the tzaddikim. Once he saw it was hidden away for the righteous, Hashem was happy. Actually, I'm sorry, the light was happy. The light that's for the righteous is happy. So it seems like there's something that's actually, we're describing the emotion of the light, that the light was happy. So anyways, we've answered our question. Was the light created on day one or on day four? What's the resolution? We're saying as follows. There was a type of light that was created on day one. That was a more of a supernatural, powerful light. That light is not in the world that we know of. It was hidden away for the tzaddikim of the world to come. The light that we have is on day four, 
and that was put by the sun. So now the Gemara tells us that the truth is that this is really a machlokas between the Tanam. Ketanai, it's a machlokas Tanam. Where do we see? It says the bride, so our Shabbat Kodesh Baruch will be in the light that Hashem made on day one. Adam, Sofa, Mavim, Sofa, Olamat, Sofa. A person could look at it from one end and see it to the other end. Divir Rabbi Yaakov. That's the words of Rabbi Yaakov. Achachamim Omrim, Heinheim, Oroshinivir, Vyomrishon. That the light that is described on day one is the same as the luminaries of day four, but what happened was, it's just that they weren't put into space until the fourth day. So meaning, that's a different way of resolving the question. Hashem created the entity, but he didn't actually put it and place it in the sky until day four. So day one was just making that in the abstract, making light. Day four was putting light now in the sky. Says the Gemara, more things about creation. The world was created with 10 different things. And some of these terms we saw yesterday with the building of the Mishkan. Wisdom, insight, understanding. Koach, with strength. Ga'ara, like you rebuke something, to hold something back. V'gvur, with might. B'tzedek, with righteousness. V'mishmar, justice. V'chesed, uverachman. So all these ten characteristics here were all used when Hashem was creating the world. Where do we see this? That's the pasuk. Hashem founded the earth with wisdom and establishes the shemaim with insight. With understanding, through Hashem's understanding, the depths were made. Hashem set mountains with His strength, and um, it was Nazar. It's guarded here with might. When you scream at something like rebuke, the pillars of shemaim are astounded by Hashem's rebuke. We'll see exactly what the rebuke is, but the basic thing is it's like Hashem's rebuke is what holds up the heavens, so to speak. The foundation of Hashem's throne are righteousness and justice. We, we dive in this all the time. Hashem should remember His compassion and kindness because they're me'olam. What does it mean they're me'olam? So we're understanding that. It means that it's... Um, they were used, they're eternal, meaning they were used in the way to make the world. Okay, now the Gemara says, The world was continuing, it was just expanding. It was like two balls of thread that are, that are just loose, going out. We're talking about the thread that's on the loom. So you have the parts, some parts are horizontal, some parts are vertical. And so sometimes you have the long, uh, like a ball of thread that just goes. So what happened was, had to scream at the world and hold it. So it's like the, Hashem had to limit the, the, the power of the world. And it's an interesting concept. Like the world itself really has the ability to just keep on going and going. It's like a force to itself. HaKadosh Baruch who screams at the world, he rebukes the world, and that's what holds it up. So the pillars of Shemaim are shuddering and are now held back from his rebuke. This is something like Rish Lakish said, Vahanud Amar Rishlakish, this is what we're like Rish Lakish and Maya Desiv. Ani Kel Shakai. What is this? The term Kel Shakai. So die means for something to be enough. So Ani who? It is I, it is Hashem. Shamarti Lolam die. I am the one who said to the world, die, that this is enough. So that's that's Kel Shakai. The idea is that the, it's a God over limitation, that the world is a place of limitation. Says the Gemara Amar Rishlakish, similarly, Bishash Bakal Sparkles are yum. Hashem was making the ocean. Similar thing, it was just going, expanding too much, too much water. When you dry land, who screams at the water and he dries it up. Hashem rebuked the sea and made it dry and made, uh, took away all of the water as well from the, from the river. So again, the same idea that to carve out some of the dry land, who had the power of screaming in order to stop them. 
Says the Gemara, very fascinating dispute. Beishami and Beisel. Tanarabanu. Beishami or Miriam. We know there's heaven and there's earth. Which one came first? Beishami says, Shamaim different chilavachin of Hazaris. First the heaven and only afterwards the earth. Shinamar, that's what the Pasuk implies. Shinamar, Rashi's para lokim as Hashamayim, that's Hazaris. So it's heaven and then earth. Uveisel Omrim. <coughs> Nor was the opposite. Eretz never is chilavachin Shamaim. That the earth was created first and only afterwards was Shamaim. Shinamar, Beomasos Hashem lokim Eretz was Shamaim. We have a different Pasuk here where it says, on the day that Hashem is making Eretz and Shemaim. So Eretz is mentioned first. So basically, we have a contradiction of Sukkim. If Shemaim or Eretz, Bishamim is saying Shemaim, Bishol is saying Eretz. So Amalem, Bishol, Bishamim, according to you, does a person build the second story before they build the first story? In other words, you build the, the Aliyah and then you build the house under it? It's weird. You normally build the, what's lower and then you build up. So to hear, your view is that Yeshama said they build Shemaim and then Eretz. That's strange, right? How could you build Shemaim before you build the Eretz? Shinamar, just to bring out the point that this is like a good muscle for Shemaim and Eretz, like a, a story in an upper story. It says he builds his upper <coughs> in the heavens and he puts the, the living stuff on the earth. So it's called, in the Pasuk here, the, the Shemaim is called which is like a, a, a upper story, a second story. So it doesn't make sense to build the upper story before the lower story. So now, Bishamah says back, Does a person make a footstool before making the chair? And we're going to see that the, the earth is considered the footstool of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is what Hashem says, The heaven is my throne. And the earth, it's a place where I put my feet, right? It's my footstool. So if that's all it is, you, you build the chair first, or the Shemaim should be should be first. So that's the Machlot Shemaim Yisrael. Vachomer Omer, we get a third opinion. Zevazev Achaz Nivra, that actually they were both created at the same moment. Shinamar, Aviyadi Yosta Eretz, Vimini Tavcha Shemaim, my hand laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand was measuring the heavens. Karani Alim, Yamdu Yachtav, I called to them, they stand together. So Amini was Mavish simultaneous when Hashem created uh, both of them. Says the Gmar, Vidach, Vishamim Yisrael, either they had a dispute if it was heaven or earth first, <clears throat> but they both agree that it was not at the same time. So what do they do with the Pasuk that says the earth and the heaven are standing together, which implies that they came to emergence together? So the answer is, it just means that they can never slip away from each other, meaning that it's impossible to have one without the other. That's all it means, right? That they're so integrated together, you can't separate them. But it doesn't mean they were created at the same moment. At any rate, the Gemara now says an interesting question. The Pasuk Gemara is theory, meaning... Bisham and Bisham fought it out. Bisham says, heaven first, Bisham said, earth first, and they brought their arguments and their rationale. But at the end of the day, they brought Sukkim, which do contradict each other. Gracious Baal comes to Shemaim is Aris, and then there's Bilma, so Shemaim is Bisham. So we have a steer which one was created first. Amar Ishlakish, Kishinivra'u, Barashamai, Vachim, Baris. When they originally created, there was a creation of heaven and then earth. But when Hashem put them in place, first he put the earth and then he put the heavens. So the question is, Rishlakish is resolving this era, right? He's saying the creation of heaven was first, <coughs> but that when Hashem actually put the earth in place, he put the earth before the Shemaim. But the question is, is this really saying that Bishamah is right, that the Shemaim was created first, and just for saying that when it was put into place, the, 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 the Aras was put there? That's what it seems that some of the Farshim understand what it means. And maybe it's a third view. Maybe it's just a you know, completely different view of Bishamah. He, he's, he's not taking Bishamah or Bishamah's view. It's a, it's hard to know. He's like resolving it. Bisham Yisrael had machlokas, and he's coming and saying we can resolve it this way. Another thing, obviously, to think about when you're learning this is what what the deeper idea behind all this is. 
So it's often said, it's a very famous idea that Beisham and Bisul are disagreeing about the reality versus the, the ideal. The Gemara says Beisul was the more numerous, but Beishamai was the sharper ones, the smarter ones. The idea is that Beishamai is always more of the ideal and Beisul is more of the practical. There's a lot of different uh, allusions to that throughout the Gemara. So that's always one thing, you know, what's created first? Is it the heaven or is it the earth? You know, what's, the, what's our focus? Okay. It says the Gemara, my Shamayim. What does it mean, the etymology of the word Shamayim? Amr Rabbi Yisrael, Shamayim means that there, there is water. Shamayim. Amr Rabbi Yisrael, it says, Eishamayim. Actually, there's fire and there's water there. Malam Shavina, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Kodesh Baruch Hu brought them. Tarvan Zavazeh, he mixes fire and water. That's the firmament. That's the Rikia is created out of a mixture of fire and water together. It says the Gemara, Shavu Rabbi Yisrael, 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 you, Rabbi Akiva, you were 22 years under Nachum Ishgamzu. Remember, Nachum Ishgamzu from Tainus. Everything that happened to him, he said, Gamzu Latova. It was Mamish, you know, it's an incredible thing. He was, uh, suffered a lot of life. He always said, Gamzu Latova. So, you, Rabbi Akiva, <coughs> was Mishamishim for 22 years. Shaydarsh Glasen Shabbatar, and he used to always expound every S. When he came to the word S, we didn't know what it meant. He always expounded it. So, how did he darshan? Meaning, why does it say the Mlipsukim? Why doesn't it just say, Barishas, Barlokim, Shemayim, Varis? Why does it say, Asa, Shemayim, Asa, Aris? So, I'm labor, Rikiva said, Ilunim, Shemayim, Varis. If it would have just said, Shemayim, heaven, earth, and no S, Ayisi, Omer, I would think, Shemayim, Shemosh, Akalish, Barko. Maybe it means it's part of Hashem's name. In the beginning of everything, Hashem, who is Shemayim, created. You would say, Barishas, Barlokim, Shemayim, the, 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 the God who is heaven created. But now, Asher Shinamar, as Asher clearly we see it's a different entity. It's not a description of God, but rather a description of what he made. Shemaim, Shemaim, Eretz, Eretz, Mamish. It means the actual earth. Says the Mardam of Eretz, why does it say Eretz? In other words, if the whole thing is just, is just that, that, that I would have said um, as part of Hashem's name, so once it said S, so the first S should suffice. Why do I need the Azaretz? So the Gemara says, It comes to put the creation of heaven before the creation of earth. In other words, if it would have just said, then I would say they created it at the same time. But it just has to say one of them in the Pasuk before the other. But now that it puts them separate, clearly you see they were created separately. And it sounds like he's going, again, that the idea of like Beishamai, that the heaven was created first. The earth was told and fought. So the Gemara has a very interesting question. We start off saying Hashem made the heavens first, and then what's the opening thing? You start describing the creation of Aretz. So why are you describing the creation of earth before the creation of the heavens? Meaning, why doesn't the Pasuk describe about the creation of the heavens? You just launch, you say Hashem made Hashemayim, and then he made Aretz, and then right away you start describing Aretz. So the Gemara explains hundreds of Yishmael. It's like an analogy. <clears throat> there was a king, a regular king, who told the servants, Get up early. Everyone should come to the palace. The next morning, everyone got up early. And the king finds men and women both standing at the palace. Who does he praise more? He praises the people who don't normally come early and nevertheless got up early. So that's the idea. In other words, the, the, the women wouldn't have necessarily been there early. The men are usually waking up earlier. So, so the king is going to praise the women more than the men. So, so to here, that's what's going on. The heavens are like the servants who are male. They usually get up early in the morning. The earth is like the female servants who aren't yet accustomed to doing that. They're more distant from the, from the king. 
So here, even though Earth is naturally more lazy, but it still got 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 up very early. It, it was it, it was created right away. So we start praising the Earth more. So therefore, we describe the narrative of the creation of the Earth before Shemayim. Again, this is all Mamash not the way Rashi Alatara explains. According to Rashi Alatara, the pasuk never is saying that Hashem created Shemayim. It's all a description of the way that things were in the beginning. But it was not actually. It's not a narrative saying that Hashem was making Shemaim or making arts. So the first thing that Hashem actually does, according to Rosh Hashanah, is create light. But uh, here it sounds like in the Gemara, again, that Hashem is making Shemaim and making arts, and then suddenly we're jumping to the narrative of arts. The Gemara doesn't know why. So that's what the Gemara is saying, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Meshabeach arts because it's more naturally lazy to show up than it still did. Tanya, Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Eilum, Rabbi Yossi, Woe to the people who see, but they don't know what they're seeing. On those people stand, and on those, on those, we don't reflect for a second exactly what we're standing on. So in other words, we're living, but we don't get it, right? In other words, we don't, we don't internalize the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and how much we have to be thankful for. Ours, my, on those, what is the earth? What's it standing on? What's under the earth, right? What's under the, the land? Al Amudin, there are pillars. Marshal says that it means, right, the three things that keeps up the world, Torah, Vod, and Chasad. There are pillars that the world stands on. Well, <clears throat> it says, Shem could shake the earth from its place and the pillars could tremble. The pillars then stand on water. He spreads out the earth on the water, so the water is under us as well. The water stands under mountains. There are mountains that are below us. It says that on top of the mountains, the water stands. And the mountains are standing upon the power of wind or spirit. There's like a power of spirit. Below it. So under the mountains, we understand that there's wind. There's a sort of storm um, that's, that brews beneath all of it. So that's what we say in Sukkot That there's a storm that does what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, which is hold of the world. The storm is held by the arm of Hashem. From beneath the arms of the world. There's actually 12 pillars. He sets the borders of the nations according to the number of the children of Christ, which is 12 tribes. So there are 12 pillars. And she carved out the seven pillars. So we say that there are seven and not 12. There's one pillar, and the name of the pillar is Sadiq. This comes like the idea of the Gemara, where it says at the end of uh, Makos that. It's like all of the Torah can be put into one foundation, one one pillar that kind of sums it all, all it up, all of it up. Tzadik also the idea of having faith. So that's the the pillar of the world that that all of it is is held up by that. Okay. Now we talk more about the heavens. Amar There are two different heavens, two different layers. Right? We have the heavens and the heavens of the heavens. So that means clearly there's two different entities. There's the heavens and then the higher heavens. There's actually seven heavens. These are the sevens. Vilon, the curtain, Rakia, the sky. Shachakim, which means like a place of mill, it grinds. A zavul, a place of living. Ma'on, also a of living. Machon and Aravos. We'll see what these what these uh, groups are and what the point of all seven are. So Vilon in Mashamashkum, the first level, the curtain has no purpose. What it, no extra purpose. It enters into it in the morning and it goes to cover the sky in the evening. Every single day it renews it. Meaning the heaven it's like rolled up and then the light of the sun goes to the earth and then when the curtain is spread out, then then the earth becomes dark. 
And this is what's Makadish. This is what makes night and darkness. So obviously, you know, we don't know what the Gemara is saying. Science is the Gemara saying the way we perceive it. But the Gemara is saying that that's the curtain, as if the sun is always there and it's going to shine. And sometimes it's like, you know, you have the sun and you don't want, it to, you don't want the sun to shine in your room. So you close the curtain. Right? That's, that, that's what it is. That's, that's night. Night is when the curtain is closed. And every morning, Hashem rolls out the curtain and then the light shines. Shinamar. It says in the Pazak, He spreads the heaven. He spreads the heaven like a thin curtain and stretches like a tent to live in. The second level, The second level is where all the luminaries, right? The things that give us light, sun, moon, stars, and all the constellations. That's what the Pazak says. Hashem placed all the luminaries in the sky of the heaven, in the Rekia of the Shemaim. So that's the second level. What's the third level above that? Shechakim, Shabbat Omdos. There's millstones, there's grinders there. What are they doing? Tokno's man, la tzadikim. They grind the man for the tzadikim to eat. Shinema vaitzav, shechakim, yimav, dazishman, psach, pasach, vayamta, aleim, man, lacho. Hashem made the mills open and, he, and all the man to eat. Okay, so that's where the man is ground. Zavul, the fourth thing. Shabbat Yushalayim, Yisimitisham, Zbeach, Bani. There's a fourth level. Where there's all the holy places of Yerushalayim, the base of Mikdash, Michal, Saragal, Omid, Makrol of Karbat. In this Yerushalayim, up in heavens, Michael is like the coin bringing a carbon. So it's described as a Zavol, a place of living. So we're saying an interesting thing that there's a Yerushalayim that's up in Shamayim, parallel to our base of Mikdash. And over there, uh, it's in the, again, in the fourth level. Where do we know that the Zuvul is called the Shemaim? Look down from the Shemaim and see from the Zuvul of your holiness and all of the splendor. So we see that, that this place, this place called Zuvul, is referenced as Shemaim. Says the Gemara, Ma'on. Then we have a place called Ma'on. What is Ma'on? It's a place where all the angels sing song uh, during the night. That's the ma'on. But the angels are silent during the day out of respect for Klai Yisrael. Meaning that when we sing during the day, so, so, our, so out of respect for our songs, the angels aren't going to outshine us. They don't want to outdo us. We want our song, our praise of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to reach Hashem. So therefore they keep silent. In the day Hashem says, um, loving all, all of his chesed to us. And at night, his song is with me in heaven. So meaning at night, Hashem listens to the song of the Malachim. During the day, he listens to our song. So that's on the fifth level, the Ma'un. Anyone who is Isaac, Batayra, during the night, gives him some sort of charm of Chesed during the day. So there's a special thing about learning Torah at nighttime. So an interesting thing, what this means is that Usually people think, you know, you need so much sleep, so they're going to sleep so much the night so that the next day they have, you know, they'll have strength. The idea is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives you a charm. If you study Torah at night and you're not concerned that, oh, you're going to be too tired the next day, so Hashem gives you a chut shel chesed. It's like a, it's like a little extra kindness that you're not groggy, you know, you're, you're good to go the next day. Why is it that Hashem gives the charm to the day? Because at night, the song was with me. So we're saying that the song here is a reference to the Torah because the song was with Hashem at night. <coughs> Therefore, the person was given the charm during the day. People say it differently. Whoever learns Torah in this world, this world is compared to the night. So anyone who learns Torah here in this world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him 
the chutzal chasid, the charm in the world to come. Shudom elayom, which is like the day. So those who learn Torah <coughs> in this world will be rewarded with the charm in the world to come. Amar Rabbi Levi, kol aposim with every Torah. Anyone who's in the middle of learning and he stops his learning, posim with every sicha, and he just has <coughs> he wastes time and has random conversation. Machinus ogachli resamin. Akolish Baruch will punish him. I'll have to eat these wooden coals and like very hot coals, so it sounds like some sort of Gehenim. Shinamar Hakotvim Maluach Ale Siach, those who uproot the like the Luach, like, like the Luchos, by just talking about random stuff. Eventually the root of the coals will be their meal. So the person is going to be punished eventually by having to eat the, the hot coals because they stopped, they were Mabatal Torah to have this random conversation. All right, so we're now, if you remember, we're actually in the middle of a discussion about the seven heavens. We were talking about the Ma'on, which is the fifth level, and the Ma'on was the place where the angels are and they sing at night. So the Mar now wants to know, how do we know Ma'on is called heaven? I mean, all where do we know that Ma'on is called the heaven? Shinamar, look down from the Ma'on from the heavens. Okay, now we continue to six. Ma'on, that's where all the snow and hail are kept up. And those are like punishing things. Destructive dews, it added full of <coughs> all these certain things of water. But these are mean like destructive things. The chamber where all the storms are kept. The cave of vapors. And that's the same age. The doors to all these rooms are fire. When the Pasuk in good and for good things, it says Hashem's going to open up the storehouse that is good. So it sounds like if Hashem's saying there's a storehouse that is good, there's also a storehouse that is bad. And that's what's going on. That's what's kept all up in the sixth level, the sixth level of Shammai. And we got all the bad stuff. So the Gemara has a question. Are these things kept up in Shammai? These things are in the earth. We say this in all the sea giants, the watery depths, should praise Hashem. So don't we see that the, the snow and the vapor, the fire and the hell, that they're down here? We see that they're down in the earth. <clears throat> it's interesting. We actually mentioned this before, that they're actually below the earth. And now the Gemara is saying, so what right do we have to say that these things are up in the sixth level of Shemaim? So the Gemara says, David Davin for compassion, and he brought these things down to earth. I'm the fun of David said, Rivon Shalom. You're not a God who wants wickedness. Evil should not be with you, which means evil things should not live with you. So Hashem is in Shemayim. So it does, it's not befitting for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have these punishments, these bad things up there in the sixth level. Where do we know that Machon, this sixth level, is called Shemayim? Machon means like things that are prepared to punish, which is, makes sense in our in the name. What we're saying is that you have all this bad stuff up there. But where do we know that Machon is called Shemayim? You share from Shemayim, which is the Machon, the foundation, or the place of where you live. And then finally, the seventh heaven, Aravos. <coughs> so in Arava, it's like a plane, like an empty space. So what is in the Arava? Those are the things, the values of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? The, the righteousness, justice, charity. Life, peace, blessing, the souls of the righteous, all the spirits and souls of the people going to be created in the future. The do that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to use for Tchiyas HaMesim eventually. The foundation of the throne. So Hashem is all the way in the top. Um, that's in the Aravas. And so with righteousness and the mishpat are up there. It's the davka, the chsev, ayil, vashtaka, 
Kasher Yon, he wears the, the tzedakah like armor, like it's right around him. It's very close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so it's up here with him. Ginzei Chayim, the Sig, Ki'im Chamekar Chayim, with you is the Makar Chayim. Ginzei Shalom, the Chsev, Ve'ekolo Hashem Shalom, Hashem called out for the peace to be near him. Ginzei Bracha, the Chsev, Yisab, Bracha, Meis Hashem. So the Bracha of the, is right from Hashem. The Shpasa, the Shazikim, the Chsev, Aisa, Nefesh, Adonit, Tzuyah, B'Tzorah, Chayim, Hashem, Melkacha. That somebody's soul is going to be bitten with the soul of life with Hashem. So it sounds like that's where the Tzadikim is, the Shamas, 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 Hashem is talking about these spirits, the spirit that comes from before me. So it's up there. The generous vein Hashem gave. So again, emanating directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Another thing is that we have up there in the plains, we got the Ophanim, Tzrafim, Chayos, now it's interesting because before we described angels that were in level five. Now we're describing that there's also these other celestial things up there. He rides up in the Aravos because his name is called. How do we know Aravos is called Shemayim? We learned the Xerushava of the word riding. He rides upon the plains. He rides upon the heavens to help you. So we see that there's a riding. So we use the Xerushava to say, riding, riding, um, that this is called, Aravos is called Shemayim. So darkness, clouds, and thick, thickness are surrounding it. Darkness of water, the clouds of heaven. So it sounds like Hashem is surrounded by darkness. We're saying the highest level, Aravos, is surrounded by this thick darkness. So the Gemara says, is that true? Is there any kind of darkness in front of Hashem? He reveals the deep and the mysterious. He knows what's in the dark. There's always light with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we're asking, here we're saying that Hashem is surrounded by the darkness. We see that there's light. So the Gemara says, low kasha. It's not difficult. Oh, the second passage says that there's light. Talking about the inner chambers. So the inner chamber is always full of light. The first passage, which says that there's darkness, he's talking about the outer chambers. So even within Akalish Parku and Aravos, there's an idea of an inner chamber and an outer chamber. And we're saying that the, uh, the, 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 the inner chamber, there's, a, there's always light, but the darkness surrounding him may be talking about the outer chamber. Shkoyach.